Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Seriously, we want to have a good time. Losing weight doesn't have to be so dang boring. We can have a little bit of fun too, right? You might be wondering why I'm wearing my pajamas. Now, yes, these are pajamas. I don't wear these in public. I'll do a little dance. La, 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 la. These are my uh, Minnie Mouse pajamas, I like to call them. And the reason I wore them today is I want to share with you some tips for making the keto diet easier. And specifically, I'm going to share with you 10 things that I like to do before I go to bed. So at night, when I'm in my pajamas, looking all fabulous, without the makeup though, without the hair, um, before I get into bed, I want to make sure tomorrow is going to be successful. So these are some of the tricks and tips that I've used to help myself lose 140 pounds and keep that weight off now for almost a decade. So clearly, these things are working. So feel free to steal shamelessly. And I hope that you'll share what's working for you because I am not the only one with the secret here. I'm just the one with the big mouth and the big microphone. So I hope that you'll chime in, share what's working for you, some little tips and tricks, things that you do before you go to bed at night. That way we can all be successful tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and also let me know what challenges you're having. I mean, let's be honest. I, I know I'm always goofy, but I want to know what challenges you're having um, being successful and what challenges you're having about getting things ready. So be honest and share that in the comments because I will choose, I'll choose someone at random, oh, it's cold, <laughs> to get a free DLK cutting board. So at random from the comments today, I'll choose some folks. I know, right? So exciting. I love it when there's prizes. So here are the top 10 tricks that I do the night before just to help out a little bit. Now, number one, I think meal prep is probably, you know, one of the hardest for everybody, right? Meal prep is just pain. It's a chore. Sometimes it can be a challenge. Um, but what I've figured out for myself anyway, is that if when I cut it back and I think about it in terms of just smaller, simple steps, you know, as opposed to like trying to do everything like all at once and be all fabulous with like, you know, charts and calendars and graphs, I try to just break it down into tiny little pieces. So for example, what I do before I go to bed is I pull out some meat out of the freezer. <laughs> now I realize that is maybe not what you were expecting. That was not like the big aha moment, the big reveal. <laughs> but honestly, this really helps me. And you can see how classy I am. I've got my reduced for quick sale chicken breasts that are a dollar off with my red sticker. Now I pull these out the night before, you're supposed to put them in the fridge and then they'll defrost safely. But then I wake up the next day and I'm like, I'm like committed. I've got my chicken or my meat. My meat has been defrosted. It's like there's no turning back. Okay. And for me, that trick works. Like I have to treat myself like a small child. And for me, defrosting the meat ahead of time, I'm so cheap that I'll be like, well, I can't go back now. It's already defrosted. So it works for me. Um, another trick that really helps me the night before is I think about how could I get some protein at all of my meals tomorrow. It doesn't have to be fancy. I'm gonna be having some salami, 
I can have some bacon. I can have eggs. I can have yogurt, Greek yogurt, chicken, whatever. But I start kind of thinking about it. I'm like, well, I need to have protein throughout the day, not just at the dinner, which I used to do it that way back before. But now I realize I really need a little bit of protein, a moderate amount at every meal and even sometimes snacks. And for me, having some of this stuff on hand, even the convenience type protein, it just makes me do it. It makes it easier, right? Let's be real. Um, I also like to, before I go to bed in my pajamas, pull out all sorts of gadgets that I might potentially need in order to get dinner ready. So I'm going to show you a couple of these, make sure you can see the screen. Okay. I'll move this over. Here's my pillow because I'm sleeping. <laughs> but I like to get out some gadgets. Like I mentioned earlier, okay, I'm cooking uh, chicken. So I got the chicken out of the defroster. But I'm also going to pull out on the counter, I'm going to pull out the cooking gadgets and the supplies that I might need in order to get dinner ready. So there it is. You can see my slow cooker here. Old school slow cooker. Love it. You don't have to be all fancy with your air fryer and your instant pot, which I have too, don't get me wrong. But sometimes before I go to bed, I bust out this slow cooker and I get all my ingredients out that are needed and just kind of throw them on the counter. And for me, the reason this works is I can see, is there anything missing, <laughs> right? Like A, it forces you to decide what you're going to have for dinner the next day. Let's be honest. It forces it to you. But you also can start to realize, number four, that you might be missing something. So I know I'm going fast here. Number one, just to recap, was to break down meal prep into smaller steps and maybe defrost some meat. Uh, number two, my trick before I go to bed is to plan out protein at every meal for the next day, no matter how fancy or unfancy. Number three is to pull out gadgets and ingredients before I go to bed to help force me to decide what I'm gonna eat for dinner. And then moving on to number four, I'm gonna locate anything that's potentially missing. And I'll more on that later. But I know you're all curious right now. You're like, what's in the pot? What's happening here? So I wanted to just tell you real quick. This is a recipe from the original Dirty Lazy Keto Cookbook. The original. This is the first four cookbooks. And this is my one of my favorite recipes. It's called Fluffy Chicken. Now, I made fluffy chicken so often during my weight loss journey that my little girl, you can see her here in the picture. This is a before and after. Um, she's a teenager now. But my little girl actually decided to become vegan because she said, Mommy, you make fluffy chicken too much. And that lasted a whole year. She was vegan. Isn't that hilarious? All thanks to fluffy chicken. And I think I even told that story in the book, but it makes me laugh. Um, the fluffy chicken recipe, if you have the book, it's on page 158. Um, but for those of you who don't feel like following along in your book, I'll just show you and tell you the recipe. Basically, you need your slow cooker here. You're going to take about a half cup of chicken broth, any kind. You are going to get that chicken breast. And for this recipe, I use two pounds. Now, I'm not really sure what's here, but I use two pounds chicken breast for this particular recipe. Do you have to be exact? No, you do not. You can kind of wing it and it'll work out just fine. You're going to use an ounce of ranch powder. Now, it doesn't have to be ranch brand. It can be, you know, Walmart brand, whatever. But I like using this. It's a time saver. The spices are already kind of blended up for you. 
and you're going to throw the chicken in there, cook, 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 until it's done. Technical term, right? And then at the very end, you'll be adding eight ounces of cream cheese and some bacon, eight slices, and a half cup of shredded cheese. And I always use the real stuff. None of that fat-free, low-fat garbage. Use real fat dairy. It'll make your food taste heck good, right? And that's it. You just throw it all in there and stir it up. Bada-bing, bada-boom. You've got the best fluffy chicken of your life. Now, let's say it's the night before and you're in your pajamas like me. And you get out all your stuff. You're like, okay, I got everything. It's all laid out. And then you realize, I forgot the bacon. Happens, right? At least it does at my house. Despite me having like 20 packs of bacon in my freezer, there's always that dreaded moment where I'm going to decide, what am I going to eat tomorrow? And then for some dang reason, there isn't any bacon. That makes me very sad. Everything tastes better with bacon, correct? So when that happens, what I do is I get out my phone and I just text myself. This is a very uh, advanced technique. <laughs> but really, that's what I do. I text myself. I text my husband. I text anyone who's going to the store. Give me some bacon, people. Because you don't want to be, you know, midway in your recipe and then fall short and not be able to cook. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, I should just order pizza or go out to dinner. And then you know what can happen when that goes on. Sometimes people go off the rails. I always think it's better to cook at home if at all possible because you have more control over the ingredients and, you know, it makes you feel kind of fancy like you're doing something for yourself. So if you are like me and you forget an ingredient, like, for example, I like to put olives on my fluffy chicken in addition to the bacon bits. I don't know if that's a thing or just me, but it tastes good. That way I can text myself the next day I'm ready to go. I can maybe pop by the store and round out what I need. Not so complicated, right? Another thing I like to do before I go to bed is I like to pack my lunch. Notice how big my lunch pail is. Isn't that embarrassing? It really kind of is embarrassing. Look at this. I mean, really? This is like a man size, Superman size lunch pail. I know. I love it. It's like probably a shopping bag, but I've decided it's my lunch pail. Because I like to eat. I like to snack a lot. I don't want to be caught slipping. So I pack quite a bit of um, goodies in my lunch pail when I'm leaving the house to go to work or travel. And that way I am ready. I'd rather have too much than not enough. That is just my opinion. What about you? So tell me what you put in your lunch. What do you put in your little snack bag? Type in the comments, because remember, I'm going to choose people from the comments to win. You remember what it was? A very cool DLK cutting board. I'll mail it to you. So share away. What's in your lunch pail? Here's a couple of items that you might find in mine on a typical day. People who have watched my videos before know I have a thing for celery. It's not that I love it. Really, it isn't. I do eat a whole stock of it, like maybe, a, what is that, a pound in a sitting when I'm driving because it's crunchy and it like helps me relieve stress. It's not that I love celery. Don't get me wrong. It's just that I can eat a lot of it and, go, and I'm driving and I'm like, you know, and it takes out my anxiety. I think um, it's pretty tasty too. You know, it's just kind of like plain. It's blah, but it fills me up. Now, if you don't like celery plain, 
you know, get out some ranch dressing. That's what Dirty Lazy Keto is all about. I consider this training wheels to make yourself love vegetables. You don't have to love vegetables, but you have to kind of like them and get to know them and romance them and ease into it maybe. I don't know. Get your ranch dressing if you need it. If that's not your thing, maybe get out some peanut butter. Do whatever it takes to eat more vegetables. I like to eat these as early as possible in the day because it fills me up. So my stomach is not grumbling. And then I'm not like reaching for too much of other types of keto snack foods, which as we know, can be caloric, they can be constipating, they can be expensive. And you know, this is, this is what works for me. I'm just sharing. I also might bring some cheese in my lunch. Here's, I didn't have any cheese sticks, so I just grabbed a slice. I, I keep a whole thing of water packets in here just in case. I always keep emergency nuts. You never know what's gonna be in my lunch pail. Leftovers. But the bottom line is I just start throwing stuff in there the night before. Getting ready for bed, I'm like, put it in the lunch pail. That way, as I'm headed out the door, I can grab it. Makes sense, right? That way you're not caught slipping. <laughs> These are all little sneaky, easy ways you can be successful. 10 ways that you can do things the night before just to ensure that you're going to be on track. Now, I mentioned about those little flavor packets. Was anyone paying attention? I don't necessarily wait until I'm out on the open road to be filling my water bottles because that would be awkward because I drive a lot for work. So what I do is I fill up my water bottles. These are just glass recyclable water bottles that I can throw through the dishwasher. And I fill them with water the night before I go to bed. Every night I do this and I have, I don't know, maybe six or eight of these, depending on how thirsty I am, the time of year, I might drink more or less. Um, but I use a variety of different flavors to make them tolerable because I don't love water. I don't love vegetables. I don't. But I love the way it fills me up and makes me not eat a bunch of keto crap later. Okay, let's be real. So I use all sorts of flavors depending on my mood. Here's some fun ones. What is this? Pineapple, grape, and hello, Starburst, pink candy, courtesy of the dollar store. I go to the dollar store and I usually spend like $35 or $40 on all of these. That is super embarrassing, I know. I also go to Walmart and get the squirters. They're a pretty good price when you buy the double size at Walmart. The single ones, not so much. Um, but tell me what you put in your water. How do you make it tolerable? Do you have a cute water bottle? Tell us your tricks, because we all know we need to drink water to fill up. Um, but that's one of my nightly routines that I do just before I go to bed. I used to do this when I had a baby, like 100 years ago. My little girl, remember when she was little? I would make her baby bottles at night and line them all up before I go to sleep. And so now I kind of just keep that tradition up, but I'm doing it for myself with water. Kind of goofy. If you don't want to use those flavors, you could always do something fancy like lemon. But just do something, right? Like the night before, nobody wants to mess around with that in the morning because, you know, in the morning we're tired. We don't have time. And we just don't care anymore because we're like, I gotta go. Uh, so we are all the way at number seven. Are we going too fast? Are you guys sharing what works for you too? I hope that I'm not the only one talking here. I hope in the comments you're like, oh, I do this, I do this, I do this. Let, let me know. Um, another trick I have the night before, mind you, it's why I'm in the jammies, is I like to cut up my vegetables like all at once. Um, if I were to wait till the morning to be like, oh, you know, let's make a salad. No, no one wants to do that at the crack of dawn. 
right? No one is going to wash and trim lettuce and things like that. So do that kind of errands, you know, maybe in the evening or do it all at once for the week. This works really well for me. If you don't want to be cutting up lettuce, you can buy it already done for you. And I have suffered with those bags of lettuce for years, which are great. But recently I found out about this tub and it keeps it fresh like forever. I don't know why or how, but it is a lettuce miracle. Um, and then, you know what sometimes I do is I recycle this and I just put a piece of paper, uh, paper towel along the bottom and it's like magical. And I don't know why. It's a great mystery, but it really helps. Do it once, cut up your stuff once, and that way it's done for the week. Same thing goes for like other vegetables. For example, if you wanted to make them fresh every day, like you don't want a salad like four days old, right? Same thing with some of my vegetables. I like to cook them fresh, but I trim them, I cut them, I wash them all in one sitting, and then I just leave them in the fridge until I'm ready to actually cook them. Like for example, here are my asparagus tips. And I put them in a cup of water, kind of like a, a what is it, like a, uh, think flowers. <laughs> now, I've actually had these in here a whole week, and they look great, because they're still getting their, you know, water, so they're perky. But I could go ahead, they're already trimmed, they're already washed, I can just chuck them in the air fryer, throw them in a stir fry, put them on a sheet pan with my chicken, whatever I want to do, and my vegetables are ready to go. That is a time saver, people. Plus, you're much more likely to do it when you open the fridge and it's like, it's like staring at you in the face, making you feel guilty. So that's another reason. Is, is that funny? I know. Nobody wants to be cutting up lettuce, people, so don't laugh too hard. Um, a lot of times I will just skip this whole middleman, number seven, about cutting your vegetables all at once, and I'll buy my vegetables all at once. And I will spend a little more money sometimes on the pre-washed, pre-cut, pre-packaged, lazy man's method of eating healthy. I'm not embarrassed to say it. This is a Brussels sprouts that's ready to go. I don't have to do anything. Come on. That is the best kind of meal prep on the planet. That is why Dirty Lazy Keto works, is you can take advantage of, you know, shortcuts like this. Frozen, canned, pre-washed, pre-prepped. Take advantage of these shortcuts. Do it once, do it for the week, then you're done. That will make you successful, I promise. Now, this next one, you're going to hate me. Probably with the vegetables, you might hate me already. But let me tell you one more. This one's horrible, I know. You're all, no, no, put it away. Put it away. But really, this is an excellent tip. And it's helped me be successful. Before I go to bed, I take a minute, just a minute, and clean the kitchen up. Doesn't have to be perfect. Doesn't have to be, you know, spotless. But, you know, just put the dishes in the dishwasher, turning it on. That's it. Using a wet wipe and doing the counters, doing a little bit of cleanliness before I go to sleep. The next day, I become much more motivated to cook or do meal prep or do any kind of, you know, healthy eating when my kitchen looks nice. So that's just my own maybe type A personality, but no one wants to cook or get ready for food when there's dishes and food everywhere and the sink is dirty, right? So by the way, if you guys like these fun little um, tricks like this, I'm going to link up at the very end a video about how to make keto convenient. So it'll be a video kind of like this with show and tell, but tips to make it convenient. That'll be the theme. So stay tuned for that. Um, I know I'm saying all these things that you probably get mad about, but this is a trick that works for me. And I started this after losing about 50 pounds. I stopped losing weight 
and I was so mad. I was like, come on, come on, like 50 pounds. And I was like, flatline. And this is what I had to start doing. It was horrible. I know. Oh my God. I had to get out the exercise clothes. And at the time I was like, oh, it's so terrible. Like it took me weeks to get, get going and get moving and just to go for a walk. It wasn't like I did anything crazy. But what helped me the most, my friends, is I laid out my clothes before I went to sleep. Such a simple task, but it is highly effective. When I pop out of bed in the morning and I'm like half dead and you're like struggling, like, oh, coffee, coffee. And then you see your workout clothes right next to you. And I literally lay them how they go on, like, you know, butt first, tag first. Like, so I can just be like, it is so effective, you guys. I put my workout clothes on and I tell myself, you don't have to go anywhere. Just put them on. But it works. I'd say 99.9% of the time I go out and I do some kind of activity, not saying how good of an activity or how long, but I do something just because I laid out my clothes and it made me feel guilty, kind of like the defrosted chicken. And the asparagus, that's all. <laughs> These things made me feel guilty, and then I, then I follow through. I mean, it, all in all, this is tip number 10, is you have to decide that your health is number one. And that is really a mindset. It's a trick, but it is a mindset. And you have to sometimes lie to yourself, like, my health is number one. My health is number one. Eating healthy is number one. It's number one. Like mantra, mantra, repeat, repeat. But it works. When you tell yourself thousands of times that you and your health and what you're eating and meal prep is most important, most likely at some point your brain is like, fine, fine, and then you start following through. So I hope that that was helpful, you guys. I know I'm a little goofy, but I'm trying to get through. I mean, we have to support one another. I think that you can lose weight on the keto diet. I think you can make it easier on yourself or you can make it harder on yourself. Now, personally, I'm the lazy person, right? I'm the dirty, lazy keto lady. So I want to make it as easy and as simple and as stress-free as possible. And that's why I'm sharing some of my tips about what I do, um, you know, before I go to sleep. So I hope that you'll share your, what's working for you as well. It can't just be me. We have to help one another, you guys. Um, But transformation is possible. I know you can lose weight. I know you can, even with all these shortcuts. Yes, you can. Think of the positives. It is a way of life. You can do it. And I believe in you. I'm giving you the big round of applause. So give me a thumbs up. Come on. Come on. You know it works. It works when we're goofy and fun. So go, yay, thumbs up. Clap, clap, clap. Convince yourself. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars.